Hello, everyone. Welcome to Building Brand You, the show where we help you to accelerate your success, getting you more clients, more revenue, more business and more opportunities by unlocking your greatest asset, you. My name is Kim Hamer. I'm an international business coach, speaker and serial entrepreneur, and I am absolutely delighted to be kicking off 2021 with a very special episode of Building Brand You. Today, I'm joined by Evelyn Ford. Evelyn is head teacher of Coptal School, a highly regarded girls' secondary academy in northwest London in the UK. Having left school in the 1980s with no qualifications and disillusioned with an uncaring system, Evelyn returned to education in her 20s and after joining the teaching profession, worked to champion diversity, inclusion and overcome prejudice on her journey to headship. Currently, only 3% of head teachers in the UK are from British, Black, Asian or minority ethnic groups. As part of Evelyn's role with the Association of School and College Leaders, she is chairing a new network for these BAME leaders in education, setting out to improve the proportion of school leaders from these backgrounds. In November, Evelyn was announced as the winner of one of the UK's most coveted education awards, the Times Educational Supplements Head Teacher of the Year. And in the last week, Evelyn has been awarded an MBE as part of the 2021 New Year's Honours List for Services to Education. I hope you enjoy this really special episode. Let's welcome Evelyn Ford. Good morning, Evelyn. How are you? I'm really good this morning. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Welcome to Building Brand You. Um, I thought we'd start off today by just talking a little bit about who you are, because this podcast goes out internationally, um, outside the UK. So I thought, let, why don't we just start with, with who's Evelyn Ford? What does she do and what, do, what is she about? So why don't we start there? Okay, thank you. So um, I am a black female head teacher, so professionally, I'll talk about a bit about myself professionally, black female head teacher, I have been teaching for 20 years, um, but as a senior leader for the past, ooh, um, ooh, 13 years, actually, and then as a head teacher for the past seven years. So um, I work in an all-girls school in Mill Hill in Barnet in North London, um, a very diverse school, um, high people premium and free school meals, which means that a significant number of our girls come from disadvantaged backgrounds. Um, and therefore, um, the work that we do with them is ever more important. But as educators, we are doing everything we can to make sure that they have the same opportunities as um, young people who um, are a little bit more privileged than them. Um, so working in education is an amazing, amazing job. And I'll talk about that a bit more with Kim during the course of this podcast. Um, and then personally, you know, my private life, I am a mum of three daughters. Um, and when I talk about that, I just think it's really nice that I've ended up in an all-girls school because I'm very kind of committed to um, girls' education. 
for making sure that young women um, are able to succeed and become the very best that they can become. And therefore, I act as a role model, not just for the girls in my school, but also my own daughters as well. So I have three daughters and I have a granddaughter. So there is definitely something about, you know, females and, you know, all that kind of female empowerment that um, I'm very, very into. Um, in terms of hobbies and what I like to do, I like a bit of yoga when we can, you know, post-COVID, that will be lovely. Um, and I enjoy cycling. So my kind of down, my downtime are doing those two things um, and spending time with my girls. Um, and then obviously when I'm at work, I have got my foot to the pedal and just, you know, working really hard in school. Girls' education in particular has has always been there for you since you started working, you know, started your career in education, or do you think it's emerged as, as something uh, you're really passionate about? That's a really good question. I think that it's always been there somewhere. Um, and I think because of my own educational journey in that it wasn't great, um, and, you know, leaving school with no qualifications and you know, nobody really kind of holding me and saying, come on, you got this, you know, stay in school. You know, maybe there was something in there that I, I was led to believe that, you know, as a young woman, I wasn't, um, I wasn't that important. So maybe I did hang on to that as I left school. Um, but my first substantial teaching role was actually in a girls' school. So this is my second, <clears throat> excuse me, this is my second girls' school. So, and I knew that when I was in my first one, which was Hornsey School for Girls, I absolutely loved it. And I was, I, you know, I came alive. I, you know, I used to say to the girls, come on, we're going to do this, you know. And I think, you know, I'd walk on hot coals for those girls because you could just see that, you know, they were aspirational and they really wanted to be, you know, successful and achieve. And so we had a great time at that school. I was there for six years. Um, and they actually left with some of the best results the school had ever seen. And a lot of that was around the relationships that I built with my colleagues, you know, my team. Um, I was ahead of year then um, and the girls. So, so then when I got pop tall, I kind of felt, oh, I've kind of come home again. Um, I have worked in mixed schools and I've worked in some very challenging, you know, really tough mixed schools. I love that equally you know I really did love that and you know sometimes I miss boys in school so a little bit edgy they're a little bit funny um they bring another dimension to um to the experience so um being at Coptal I do feel as if yeah this is this is where I'm meant to be brilliant that, it's a great feeling, isn't it? This is what you're meant to be doing and this is what yeah. you're meant to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you mentioned um, when you were uh, introducing yourself, you're a black female head teacher. Why is it important to you to introduce yourself that, that way? Yeah. Um, in, in the UK, there are only 3% of um, black, Asian, minority, ethnic um, head teachers. Um, and that figure, I think, is appalling. Um, I think if it, I, I'm not sure definitively, but for women, it's about one point something. Um, 
And I just think that that's shocking, particularly if you look at London and you look at the diverse makeup of schools in London. Um, I just think that it's it's not okay that there are not more, you know, BAME school head teachers because I think that young people should see people that look like them in positions of leadership. So I'm very proud about that. I'm very proud and, and honored to say I am a black female head teacher, you know, black because there's not there's not enough enough of us and female as well. It's about, you know, women being in those senior positions. And I think that young people, you know, girls need to see Oh, I can, I can, I can do that. So, you know, whenever there's an opportunity, I will introduce myself like that. I love it. Um, so, I'm going to move on now. Now, you had a very special award last year. Um, you were awarded the Times Educational Supplements Head Teacher of the Year for the UK yeah. Award. So, congratulations Thank for that. Um, so, so how does that happen? How, how does that sort of thing happen, Evelyn? Yeah, so um, it's it's titled the Oscars of Education, actually. So it's a massive, massive award. It happens yearly. Um, and somebody has to nominate you. Um, and on this occasion, it was our chair of governors at Coptal, Julia Blackman, um, who decided that she wanted um, me to have the recognition in terms of all the work that we as a, as a school had done. Um, and so she went through the paperwork and you have to have two supplementary um, educators um, validate the application. And one of them was Alex Fraser, who was our um, governor at Mill Hill Independent School with whom we have a partnership with. So he wrote a supporting statement and then there was a supporting statement from um, uh, fellow head teacher Samson, who is the head of Christ College in Finchley. So um, they put all these really lovely things about me and about the school. And you put in some, you know, some stats that go in there that really show the journey of, of the school. Um, and, you know, in I think it was November now, we um, we're under COVID. So we, myself and governors and some staff, we zoomed into the awards. Um, and, you know, I was delighted, uh, particularly again, let's go back to women. There were eight people shortlisted. There were six of them that were men and two of them that were women. And, you know, I, I obviously I wanted to win. Who doesn't want to win an award like that? You know, but um, I thought, well, if I don't win, I'd really like it to be the other woman to win. Because when I'd done a bit of Googling in the past, you'd see previous winners, they were men. And I just thought, oh, come on, let's just kind of, let's have this recognition for women as well. And then when I won, and I thought, oh my God, you know, a black female head teacher winning head teacher of the year. And again, I think go back to that role modeling, you know, the girls at school were like, the year eight ran up to me, miss, miss, we saw that you won the award. And you know, I just think it just sends a really strong message to girls to say, yeah, I, I can do this. You know, I can also become whoever it is I want to become. 
And then coincidentally, it was at the time, you know, when Joe Biden and Kamala Harris had just, you know, won the election. And clearly I'm not Kamala Harris in any way, but I just wanted to make that link between women, you know, in different roles and different positions. So I took year seven tutor time, um, 20 minutes they have every day and we've got seven classes. So I just took a tutor time every morning and I just did the whole story about Kamala Harris and smashing the glass ceiling. And then I said, so do you know how many black head teachers there are in, in the UK? And, you know, they were, they couldn't believe it. Um, and I just reminded them of one of our values at Coptal, which is aspiration. And I linked, you know, my win um, and, you know, what Kamala Harris was doing across the water. And I linked it back to aspiration because I just want them to hang on to that, that they can, you know, become. Brilliant. And so what, So you've talked about sort of the wider community and obviously, yes, winning is yes. amazing, right? Yeah. So, so but what's it, what's it done for you? Yeah. Um, well, you know, a, a very kind of, I don't know, very, I don't know, basic example is that, you know, I am on Twitter um, and, you know, I post, I, I post fairly regularly, but really kind of boasting about my school and so on. But my, um, my Twitter followers just went up and up and up and up and up, you know, so I think I had about a thousand and something. And then after the win, I was up to like 2000 and something. And people just kind of wanting to connect whether that was through Twitter, whether that was through LinkedIn, you know, I got calls from people um, asking me to, you know, be on a panel of something, you know, within education, you know, there's one I'm doing in a couple of weeks, which is, you know, I'm going to be one of the dragon dens for, you know, a panelist of young people who are kind of um, pitching stuff. Um, so that's really lovely. So, you know, for me, it just means that, my name and who I am and what I stand for is is kind of getting that recognition. Um, I think though quite personally, one of the things that I think has been just amazing is the number of girls that I taught at Hornsey who contacted me either through LinkedIn or through Twitter. Um, and the messages have just been you know, and sometimes I think as educators, we forget the power that we have and girls who are now young women who, you know, saying to like, you know, you were my history teacher and I'll never forget, and, you know, and you made me want to go into teaching. And then another woman, she said, you know, I always remember your assemblies and you used to have a quote of Maya Angelou, you know, I'll always remember that when I was at school. And so for me, it's, it really, I felt really humbled when all those girls, those women were contacting me and they just wanted to say, well done, you know, that, that was it. But I just felt I have played a part in their lives, which you don't realise as educators sometimes mm -hmm. that you can, really, you can really affect people in a really, really positive way. So for me, that, but yeah, there's a bit about, you know, my brand and, and who I am and, you know, you know, my, my profile, but then, you know, the personal side is, is that relationships that I was able to build with those girls that they could then 
try and get hold of me and say, oh, well done, miss. I just want to say thank you and so on. So that's been lovely. Yeah, I think that's a really valuable lesson that all of us can take, actually, because we just we just don't know what sort of impact we leave behind, what sort of difference we make to people. And I think this sounds like it's been just an extraordinary opportunity for that to come back full circle to yeah. you and for you to have the opportunity to hear that from people. And I think a lot of uh, a lot of people don't always either get that or when they do, they don't hear it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really important, you know, what I'm hearing here is there's kind of like a space for people to come to you and say, you made a difference yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And, you know, I think I, I remember being out on the high street with my own daughters, you know, when they were a bit younger and, you know, girls would come up to me who I used to teach and they would be like, oh, mom, I would never do that with my teacher. And, and I said, but do you know what? I think a lot of it goes back to relationships that we build with people. Mm. you know and and I and I always say this you know genuinely I always say that you know you need to be kind to people because you never know when you might need somebody you know so I, I you know I think the whole thing about relationships is really really important mm. Mm. something I think that's really come to the fore over these last nine months isn't it when we've yeah. all been in our living rooms yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you talked a little bit about your brand and your profile mm-hmm. there. Um, so what, if I asked a whole lot of people around you, so what's unique? Who's Evelyn Ford? What makes you unique? Oh, Kim, what a great question. What makes me unique? Um, do you know what? I think it goes back to bits that I've touched on already, actually. Um, I think the fact that I am a woman in uh, in education, um, a black and a black woman, you know, female head teacher, I think is very, very unique. Um, but I think the kind of the icing on the cake is that um, whilst I'm one of few, I have never closed the door on people. I've never pulled the ladder up behind me. Um, I think my uniqueness is that I recognize the journey that I've been on. I recognize that it's not easy for for black people, okay? I I recognize that. Um, And I have always been very, you know, committed to helping other people when I was a deputy, now as a head teacher, you know, if, if people reached out to me and just said, you know, would you come and talk to a group of aspiring? Would you look at my CV? Would you give me 10 minutes on the phone? I don't think I've ever said no. And I think that, you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, we're all busy people, you know, I think as head teachers, we're all very, very busy people. But I really recognise the support and help that I had along the way. Um, and nobody ever closed the door. You know, my, my circle never closed that door to me. So I think my uniqueness is that um, I'm very giving of my time um, in my privileged position. And I think that people know that if they reach out to me, that I will always reply, you know, and I will... 100% in the affirmative, yes, I might be able to do that right now, but 
you know, kind of get back to me. And I think, you know, a really good example of this was really recently, and I'm talking weeks, um, and it was just after I'd won her teacher of the year and I got an, um, it was an email and she said, um, I hope you don't mind me reaching out to you. Um, we have a mutual, you know, acquaintance. And they just said that, that they were sure I wouldn't mind if, if I just dropped you an email. I'm applying for a headship and um, it's a grammar school. They've historically only ever had, you know, white head teachers, you know, it's a high performing grammar school. I'm a deputy there I've only been a deputy for a short time and I'd really like to go for it would you look at my letter um I've never met this woman before she just reached out to me um and I said yeah sure but the turnaround was like I don't know I think she must have messaged me on a Thursday and the deadline was the Monday and I was like okay just send it to me so then we had this email exchange backwards and forwards and I was very honest with my feedback with her um, and she got through to day one and I thought yes you know you got shortlisted and you got day one that is amazing you know particularly in that um, in, in that sector you know you're like grammar school um, and then I didn't hear from her um, and I just sent her a message and I just said you know just keep me posted you know because I knew that day two was you know a few days later um, and then she messaged me and she said, oh my God, I am the head. I've just been appointed the head, blah, blah, blah. And she said, and I'm gonna say, I genuinely could not have done that without you. She said, it was such a short turnaround, but you just bounced those emails backwards and forwards. You looked at my PowerPoint, you told me where to move things up and down. You reminded me of my target audience. And she said, I just want to say thank you, because, you know, in such a short space of time when well, I don't know, soon after head teacher of the year, I was doing bits and pieces. And, you know, I just thought, well, if I don't, then who, who, who may or may not have helped her? Mm -hmm. And I would hope that if I was ever applying for something in the future, that somebody else would kind of um, be there for me. So. I think that's my uniqueness, actually, is, you know, my privileged position and how I use my privileged position to help others on their journey to um, more senior leadership roles. Brilliant. And we were talking uh, prior to, to going uh, live on the, on the recording um, about the impact that you have when you least expect it, and then the unexpected recognition that comes from that. Um, I believe you have an exciting piece of news. Yeah, well, I do. So I won the Head Teacher of the Year Award in November. Um, and then I have also been, um, you know, really honoured to receive an MBE um, for services to education. Um, and that has totally blown my mind in so much as um, I'm very humbled by it. You know, winning head teacher of the year was like, wow. Receiving an MBE is like, oh my God, you know. Um, so it's, it's an amazing feeling, you know, just to, uh, you know, I do a job that I genuinely love. You know, there is 
hardly a day, and my, my own children will say this as well, you know, there is hardly a day that I will wake up and not be like, right, can't wait to get to school, <laughs> you know. Um, and then to be recognized for that is just, you know, it's just phenomenal. Mm. Um, it, it, it means a lot, you know, it means a lot for me in terms of my own journey and, you know, where I've come from and, you know, and it means a lot, I think, for, um, for the profession, you know, and if we go back to, you know, black females in the profession, I, I just feel like, you know, I'm a role model, you know, I I feel like I'm a real role model for, for others. Um, And, you know, something about, you know, never giving up and just working hard. And I think if you, and I always say, if you don't love your job, find another one, you know, there's nothing worse than waking up in the morning and thinking, oh God, I've got to go into work. Whereas I wake up and I genuinely have a spring in my step. And I think that must somehow come through you know, it must somehow kind of, I must emanate this love in my job and loving the girls and my staff and my teams and just thinking, yeah, this is great. You know, I'm not going to say it's always kind of rosy because, you know, particularly under COVID, it's had its challenges. But I think that the fact that I have been recognized for doing a job that I absolutely love is just phenomenal. And I think also being recognized by somebody who I don't know, I don't know who nominated me for the MBE. Um, So in terms of what I do and maybe my uniqueness is, is out there somewhere where somebody may have sat down and thought, do you know what? This this woman needs that recognition for that. And I'm going to put pen to paper and, and do that because there are a lot of people, you know, you and I could, could, could name, you know, 100 people that we think you need to be recognized for that. But it's about actually putting that pen to paper and the process of, of, apply, of nominating somebody for an MBE, I think, is, is a lot of work. Um, and then there's a lot of supplementary paperwork that's got to go in it. And the process is over a year. So this this has been going on in the background for like a year in, 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 in the making. But, and I think that also kind of resonates with me is that it's not, it wasn't because of winning head coach of the year. No, no, I was just gonna say that. Mm. The work and what I've been doing over the years that somebody has said, yeah, let, 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 let's honor this woman and, um, and I'm truly humbled and I'm, and I, it hasn't quite sunk in actually. <laughs> it hasn't quite sunk in. So I'm a bit like, oh my God, me, little old me. So, um, so yeah, it's phenomenal. I have to say. It yeah. Is. Yeah. It is a, it's a wonderful honor. I mean, for, for those of um, the listeners that are, that are overseas and don't really understand yeah. what an MBA is, it's an award um, from the queen, yeah. from, from, yeah. from the palace, from the yeah. queen. Um, uh, and um, this has obviously been part of the New Year's, New Year's be part of the New Year's Honours list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and I, I love that you talked then about you. You have no idea who nominated you, but you know again, it's that that lesson of we really don't know one the difference that we make, mm. and two the the difference that that unknown person has made to you by acknowledging you yeah. i think that's something we 
could all do a lot more of. There's a lot of, you know, we're, we're a culture, I think, that is very, um, very hard on ourselves. We look for improvement. And I, and I think that's important to, to grow and improve and develop. But sometimes we forget that the acknowledgement of ourselves and the people around us, like creating that acknowledgement habit is so important, is so important. And you said before about being kind, I think, yeah, go hand in hand, don't yeah. they? I, I agree. And I think that acknowledgement and, you know, if I go back to race and gender um, and I think I'll kind of focus on the race, you know, that part is that, you know, as a black woman, you know, and as black people, our experiences have been very different to non-black people. Okay. Um, and, you know, for us to get recognition in what has often been a white dominated world it you know it does mean a lot it does mean a lot um and so so for me I, I i really see this um i'm really proud of it actually you know and i'm proud that you know i can you know i'm i'm, am I'm now amongst a, a fairly elitist group of people actually because you know mbes obes you know they're not handed out just just like that you know a lot of you know, um, a lot of thought and scrutiny and shortlisting and should they, shouldn't they has, has gone into it. So, you know, and that acknowledgement, I'm, I, I will shout it from the rooftops, you know, and, you know, now if they say Evelyn Ford, I'll say Evelyn Ford MBE. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's really important. And I think that we all work very hard. And, you know, when we get to a place where, what you have done is being acknowledged and recognized, you know, locally, nationally, um, internationally, I think, yeah, let's shout about it. Let's, because if we don't shout about it, who is gonna shout about it? And if we don't shout about it, how are the people who are not quite there yet, how are they gonna hear about it? So that's when you kind of shine a light on all the amazing things that, you know, we do, you know, in whatever field we're in, so that other people coming up the ladder can say, I can see that, you know, and if I go back to when I was at school, I didn't see any kind of, you know, black female leaders in my school. And so it never even crossed my mind that I could become, you know, a, a senior leader or, or, you know, even a head teacher. So, so yes, yeah, so I'm all about shouting about it and shining a lens on it. I think it's really important. Mm. I think there's a lovely quote. I, I, I want to attribute it to Gina Davis. I don't know whether she originally said it or not, but she said, if you can see it, you can be it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's so, so true. I think yeah. we, um, as, as kids, we, um, we decide on how the world works based on what we see in front of us. Sure. So, you know, if we see women, you know, I, I had, came from a single parent um, family from the age of 11 and I had a, a working mum. Yeah. So that's what I saw. Yeah. You know, that is just what I saw. You know, I didn't have um, as much of a view about the things I could and couldn't do yeah. as a woman. I think I was sort of more shocked when I got a bit older and kind of went, yeah. hang on, of course I can do that. What do you mean? <laughs> But, but, you know, we, uh, you know, I am, uh, for those who don't know me, I am white. Um, <laughs> so, I, you know, I think it's always, everybody's experience is different. Yeah. And as you say, you know, I can't imagine mm. 
what you know what it would be like you know to experience experience another person's shoes we can only go so far can't we and then you have to rely on I think just acceptance and understanding and and compassion and go okay well that's what it is I don't have to understand it but I, yeah. I kind of get it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Definitely. So um, as a final question for you, you talked before about um, sort of shining the light and, and on, uh, on what people can be and do and all that sort of thing. So for people who are listening today, uh, what do you think are some of the simple things that we can do every day to kind of um, build our own profile and, and brand and, and make sure that that's authentic, authentically yeah. out there in the world? What are maybe yeah. two or three things? I think, what, you know, one of the things that I, um, <clears throat> I think is really important and, uh, you know, and I've, I've got better at it. <laughs> um, I really think connections, you know, making those connections with people, that networking, I think is really important. Um, and, you know, ordinarily, I'm quite a shy person, you know, how can a head teacher be shy, but, you know, put me in a social setting, I'm not your, you know, middle of the dance floor type person, I would really be like, by the side, I might talk to one person, da, da, da. but, you know, I think in education, what I've learned is that education is such a small, much, such a small world. And everybody knows somebody who knows somebody in a school that you've worked in or, you know, something. So I've really, um, and I think consciously, actually, I've really consciously worked on networking and, you know, just having conversations with, with different people, you know, whether it be, you know, your independent schools, you know, to your academies, to your primary school um, colleagues. I think networking is so so important um a really good example will be um when i won head teacher of the year one of the panelists actually she was the main judge on the on the panelists um she was a head teacher at a school that i that was my first school actually so you know 20 years ago i was an nqt newly qualified teacher i left few years later she came and she became a head teacher there uh, I'd obviously done some good stuff there because my name was still kind of being talked about you know occasionally in that school um, and then um, I'm also part I'm a committee member for um, school which is the association for school and college leaders uh, and she's one of their trustees and so our paths have never kind of crossed in so much as I've never been in the same room as her, but she has heard about me through different ways. And so when my name landed on the nominations, you know, her seeing Evelyn Ford was a bit like, that rings a bell somewhere, you know? Um, And so that whole thing about networking and, you know, connections, um, and you just said it, Kim, I think it's about being authentic. You know, I never try to be somebody I'm not, you know, this is me, you know, and I think people you either like it or you don't like it. Because um, I think if you're not authentic and genuine, then you're easily found out. And, you know, that's just not great, you know. So so for me, I think it really is about the connections, networking, being your authentic self, always bringing your authentic self to the table 
And then lastly, I, you know, I'll go back to being kind um, and not pulling the ladder up behind you. I think that's really important. And I suppose that goes back to networking as well, because if you bring more people with you, you know, you're more likely to have, you know, more people who will know you and talk about you and, you know, your brand and who you are is then, you know, kind of here, there and, 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 and everywhere, really. So I suppose whilst I haven't consciously thought about building my Evelyn Ford brand, I think the head teacher of the year win has really has really kind of made me think about that a little bit more. I think, you know, my MBE and how I will now use that, I think has really made me, you know, really thinking about your girls' education and, you know, girls' education around the world and how can we shine a spotlight on it and, you know, what does that look like? And if I can use my privileged position of being a head teacher, using my networks, my connections to kind of get that, that message and that me, Evelyn brand out there, I think that can only be for the, you know, for the benefit of, you know, everybody in education, really. And, and who knew, you know, even a year ago, that these two, you know, you talked about head teacher of the year in the NBA. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, this time last year, did you ever anticipate that that would be something you'd be talking about now? Oh no! Oh my God! You know, this is you know, 2020 has been a tough year, and actually, around the Christmas table, we were saying, you know, tell us your highs and your lows, and I genuinely said. I've only got highs, actually. You know, if I picked a low, it would be I'm, nobody's loving COVID, you know. But <laughs> but my highs have all been, you know, because Proctor, you know, my, my school is, is a great school. It's in a really good place. I love the staff. I love the kids. I love the governors. It's all lovely. So that's all been really, really good. Um, and then, you know, her teachers a year in November and then, you know, the MBE has just been like, well, this is just amazing. And it really feels like, it just feel like uh, this is a good year for me. You know, it's a good couple of months for me. Mm. I never have thought that, you know, um, but that's not to say that, you know, just generally my time in education has just been amazing. You know, there have been some lows, but they make you stronger, you know. So, so this, you know, coming to the end of 2020, um, on a real high has just been like wow um, I'm optimistic for the future I'm optimistic for what 2021 will bring goodness me maybe we should set a date to do this again in a year's time and, and we'll, we'll see we'll see Let's um, I do think that. what springs to mind as well is that there's this there's this um, you know in science they talk about a diamond only forms under pressure Honey, you know, um, I don't know whether I've just completely trashed the beauty of the statement that I heard originally, but it's true. When you think about it, a diamond forms under pressure and yeah. the, the, what you've just described, um, and I know not everybody's had a, a great year, yeah. um, but you said it makes us stronger. I think it can make us more appreciative yeah. of what we have um, yeah. instead of... Um, sort of seeking what we don't have yeah uh, you know those sorts of things and and yeah. I think kindness I think you're right I think kindness mm. has been really mm. the order of the day but a kindness and compassion and you don't really know what other people are going yeah. through 
yeah definitely yeah definitely. brilliant well yeah. thank you for talking to me today and congratulations on both your head teacher of the year <laughs> win the oscars of education in the uk and the mbe that's so exciting thank so you so much thank you for having me i've really enjoyed talking to you my pleasure okay bye-bye bye-bye Thank you for listening to the Building Brand New Podcast. I'm Kim Hamer, and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And for all the latest news and tips, become a member of the brand new Building Brand New Facebook group. I help people to accelerate their success by unlocking their greatest asset. If you'd like to find out more, please book in for a free 20-minute coaching call at bit.ly forward slash bby chat. Accelerate your results by unlocking your greatest asset, you.